Hello! Welcome to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode number one. John and Wendy talk to Steve Brown. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. Hello. Wendy, how are you this evening? I'm doing well this evening. How are you, John? I can't believe we're here. It seems like we've, <laughs> we've, we've had technical hurdles and, and fun, and wow, I'm just so excited. Uh, hopefully most of you have listened to episode zero, so you know what in the world we're even doing with this podcast, <laughs> but but if not, uh, I have to say we, we could not be more excited for our first guest. Uh, I, I, I was fortunate enough to see this gentleman back in December uh, before the holidays, and I threw myself in front of him and begged and pleaded and said, please, please come talk to us uh, because we just think you're perfect for what we're trying to do. And we would love to have you as our as our first guest. And I think it would be just the, the best way possible for us to get started. So, Wendy, without any further ado, I'm going to let you uh, introduce him. Awesome. Thank you, John. So our first guest uh, is uh, the one and only Steve Brown. If you are in HR, you need to know this guy. Um, he's an HR executive for La Rosa's Inc. Uh, it's a regional pizzeria in the greater Cincinnati area, um, which is a local tradition. Um, and I am uh, figuring, trying to figure out how I can get myself to Cincinnati to have some of this pizza, um, to be honest. I've heard great things about it. Uh, Steve is just one of those uh, outgoing, gregarious folks who loves connecting HR people to one another and with him. Um, and he's been doing this long before social media even existed. So uh, he did not need the the helping hand of Twitter or anything else to, to go out and meet people, which is awesome. Um, he has just a wonderful, positive approach to life and all that he does. And I, I must say, every time I uh, chat with him or even see one of his tweets, it just brightens my day and wants me to be, helps me to want to be a, par- a more positive person. So, Steve, uh, really, welcome to the show. And our first question is, what is in your glass tonight? Oh, to, to get prepared, I got an Ohio City oatmeal stout. Oh, nice. that sounds yummy. <laughs> it's wonderful from the Great Lakes Brewing Company here in Ohio. Okay, so another reason that I need to get to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, we uh, some of us may know the story, but for those who aren't familiar with you or, or kind, of, kind of where you came from, how in the world did you get into this wonderful world of HR? I'm one of those odd people that has been in HR their entire career. I didn't fall into it like most. Uh, I wasn't picked into it because I'm nice. Uh, (laughs) um, I I fell into it in college because I was a chemistry major, which is a great route to go into HR. (laughs) And uh, I was with a friend of mine who was an honors student in the class, and we were dealing with a chemical that was a carcinogen or a possible carcinogen. And I said, hey, I, uh, I need to take care of my friend. He's not well. My professor said it's none of your blank, blank business. And I said, yes, it is. And you can blank, blank yourself because it was college and we talked that way. <laughs> and I went and took him back to his room. And my friend passed the lab that I took him away from and I failed. Uh, but I went home and I was distraught because my grades weren't going well. And my mom said, you should get into a field that has people in it because what you don't see is every time you've done things, it's been with people. So back then it was called personnel 
and I got into recruiting coming out of college, and 30-plus years later, I'm still in the field. That's awesome. Um, so you are um, in the ind- restaurant industry. Tell us a little bit about your favorite part of uh, about working in the in, in excuse me in the restaurant world. <clears throat> the thing I love about restaurants is uh, one when I first changed into the restaurant industry over 11 years ago, all of my HR friends go, "Oh no, I'm so sorry." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome and very encouraging, but I. I said, what's what's so hard? And they go, oh, man, the turnover and the, the issues and the people. And it was just a very negative cloud. And so I was interested to see if that was true. And it never has been. So, Steve, uh, <laughs> before the before the turn of the year, I, I guess, well, now it's been several months ago, uh, your first book came out. Uh, it's titled HR on Purpose. Uh, it was published by by our uh, esteemed colleagues with Sherm. But uh, talk to the, talk to us a little bit about that experience. You know how, what well, you know the experience of you know deciding to write a book and then actually the, the the process you went through and and what you've learned and and what the experience has been like since. Well, it's interesting. I've been fortunate to get out and speak all over the country for several years, and I had many people say, "You should write a book. You should write a book," and I'm a little hesitant when people say that because. You don't know. You, you have self-doubt. You know, it, do I have something really to say? Uh, is it going to add value? Uh, so I thought, well, I don't know if I can do this or not. I've been blogging for over six years, and I love to write, but I wasn't sure a book was there. So uh, there's a local place down from my office. It's a bar. Uh, not that I was drinking. I was at lunch. And <laughs> I would go there with my laptop. And it was this little haunt. It still is this little haunt where very few people were. And I just started typing. And when I did, you know, I had nine chapters worth of a book. They said that, you know, I, I had just scratched the surface. And I said, well, what do you mean? And they said, uh, you're going to need uh, 30,000 words. And I went, what? And that's, that's, that's daunting. Uh, that's just a lot of words. And huh. then you start thinking the doubt comes back in. You know, do I have something that will be of value, 30,000 words later, uh, (laughs) once I started doing it, I loved it. Um, It's been probably one of the best things I've ever done personally and professionally. Uh, I get stories now literally every day from people around the world I've never met who've read the book and told me incredible stories about how they've learned from it, how it's encouraging, how they want to do HR this way. I'm floored. I'm just, I'm humbled beyond measure, to be honest. It's a fantastic book. Um, I, you know, anyone who's listening out there, if you haven't read it, you you need to read this book. Um, I uh, started it on the airplane home from the Sherm Volunteer Leader Summit and um, just devoured it. It was, it's just a fantastic read. So Steve, I personally appreciate you writing the book and putting your thoughts, um, putting your thoughts down. Um, it's a lot of words, but um, very worthwhile. So we, I personally do want to thank you for writing it, and I think John probably agrees with that too. I, I well, I was fortunate enough to receive the book as a gift from my esteemed co-host, so uh, which made it even that much nicer. But no, uh, tremendous read. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. As I said in my review on Amazon, I think Steve, you did a, a just a tremendous job in terms of laying out a I call it a roadmap, but a plan, especially for a young professional or someone that either decides they want to pursue 
human resources or falls into it like I did. Uh, you kind of help them in a career path. And for those of us that have done it for a while, uh, it's a nice kick in the head to just remember <laughs> why we do it and, and how to, and, and, to, and to do it with, with the right focus. So uh, appreciate you sharing those thoughts. Thanks. I, I had one yeah. other fun thing when you said about experience writing, and this was what I wasn't ready for. Uh, if you ever do a book, uh, you get edited. And when you get edited, you're like, oh, this won't be bad. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, and when I got the comments back, you have to respond to every comment. So if there's misplaced punctuation or things like that. So uh, I got two pages of procedures that this person followed. Like these, Here's the rules I follow as an editor. <clears throat> and then it went. And, like, the first page, rough. The second page, rough. By the third page, the editor was writing me back and said, did this really happen? Tell me more about this story. They weren't editing. They were already captured in the book. And I said, wow, if that's happening, I'm floored. And afterwards, by the end of the thing, she was spending more time commenting on the content than she was the structure of the sentences. Uh, So it was pretty cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, now it is time for what will soon be everybody's favorite part of our show, the half-hour question connection. Um, so we're uh, so our first question, um, Steve. Do you remember how you first connected with John and or myself? John, I met through social media, and Wendy, I met at Sherm. Uh, I don't know if it was the Volunteer Leader Summit, but I'm guessing. <laughs> Uh, and social media as well. Uh, you guys both were people that reached out and connected, and John started connecting all these other people. John, um, I'm getting his wrong name wrong. John Cates, is that right? John Cates, yes. <laughs> John soon, Cates. Soon to be a guest on the show, John Cates. Yeah, John Cates said, hey, he also connected. Do you know John Thurman? I'm like, no, I don't. And so uh, just, you know, through our peers, we connected. Uh, and then it's past that it's been blurry because we've been connected for a while (laughs) steve i think uh wendy said it well in in the opening but we you know you you obviously have been a connector a networker and and engaged uh well before social media but i guess talk to us a little bit about how networking's helped you in career and, and what's been really effective for you in that regard i think the thing that helped me was people encouraged me to network as a business skill, not as a job search skill. Uh, It was the people you know are resources. Uh, I said it in a presentation I did this last week. You know, the people you meet are the resource you've been wanting to look for. And they're sitting there. The people, you two are are resources to me. I know you are. You have something to offer. It's not just something that I need or something that you need to listen to me because I think that's a little self-centered in fact, too self-centered. Uh, How has it helped in my career? Uh, every job I've had uh, for the last 20 years, I got through networking. It wasn't jobs I was looking for. People reached out to me and said, hey, we have an opportunity. Would you like to be here? Uh, one of the telling things at my current company is uh, other people will go out to events on their own and they'll come back and they'll say, hey, I met somebody who knows you. Uh, and I said, well, that's cool. Is that good? 
<laughs> and, they, and they say, yeah, and they say, you know, you're really representing our brand well. Uh, I think a lot of companies talk about how everybody should be a salesperson or everybody represents the brand. But without networking, I don't know how you do it. Uh, just to say how excited you are about what you do and what your company does without connecting with other people to that message, it's just hollow. So uh, I think it's an essential business skill that everybody should have, especially those in HR. Uh, exactly. I'm going to agree with you on that, Steve. Um, you do a fantastic job, and I've, um, I'm going to call, come right out and say I have copied this. Um, from you, but on Twitter, you do a great job of um, getting out there on a regular basis with the Follow Friday or Motivation Monday, where you are just, you know, tagging everyone you know um, and encouraging people to connect to each other. Um, you'll for share blogs that you've read, all sorts of stuff. So we're going to kind of put you uh, on the spot a little bit um, and ask you here to call out some of your favorites. Um, for who you read, who you follow for HR Insights? Oh, I think uh, from a reading standpoint, my favorite two uh, are Michael Carty out of England, at MJ Carty on Twitter. Uh, Michael is probably one of the most poignant and thoughtful writers I know. He uh, He's amazing. I mean, uh, a whole mix of art, music, and HR, and life. Michael's brilliant, and... Uh, he writes once a week, and I, I never miss a post. Um, also from the UK, uh, Gemma, HR Gem, or G-E-M, I don't know, HR underscore G-E-M. She's got a weird handle. Uh, I think her last name's Toth. Uh, brilliant. Um, candid. Uh, I don't like people that do a lot of flowery stuff. I want to hear emotion in what they do and what they believe in. And uh, her posts are spot on. Uh, it's hard to say a favorite, but you said you'd put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> I, I follow like almost 140 blogs to uh, make sure I'm hearing what's happening all over the space, not just you know stuff that's like me, stuff I disagree with, uh, stuff that's not HR. Um, I think it's important to be well read. Steve, you you do a lot in the the HR community at every level, but what do you really enjoy doing as far as giving back? Do you have a, a, a certain activity or uh, thing that you like doing more than others? I think one of the most favorite things I did and I've been doing for the past couple of years is I like going to Sherm events and just really upsetting the apple cart. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to go through, I'll walk through the Sherm store line and say hi to every single person and tell them to get excited about the little swag that they're buying. Uh, at VLS this year, I stood at the bottom of the escalator at 7 in the morning or 8 in the morning for the first session and greeted everybody who came off the escalator because I think we just get in this fog when we go to these events and we don't get awakened and passionate and, and excited or geeked about what we do. We just kind of muddle through and I can't have that happen. A few years ago at the uh, Hill Day at Sherm, uh, I went in and I stood behind the table with all the Sherm staff and started handing out lanyards and giving instructions, and I didn't ask if I could or not. 
And you know, he says, he's so excited that you're going to lobby. And isn't this cool? This is where you're going to go. You're going to wear this big lanyard. And people are like, who is this guy? And, you know, thankfully, it's not focused on me. It's on focused on, you know, showing appreciation for people that give back. Um, my dad always said there's two types of people in the world, givers and takers. And that's not original. But a lot of people don't practice it. Sure. Um, I want to be someone who's a giver. And I want others to be givers as well. That's awesome. Um, Steve, I remember you at uh, VLS in, in um, D.C. this year shaking hands and people were the looks that people were giving you was just it was awesome. Um, you know, seeing half the people coming up and doing the high fives and other people going, dude, I have not had my coffee yet. You need to <laughs> take it down a notch, man. <laughs> yeah, I could have sat there and just watched that. Um, that would have been worthwhile. Uh, so Steve, there's, uh, I, I don't know if, uh, I, I'm not sure, I guess if you're a big movie buff, like, uh, John and I seem to be, um, there's lots of great movies coming out in 2018 that I'm looking forward to. Um, but what would you say is your, uh, your favorite movie and why? Uh, I have three and I know you said favorite, but like I said, I don't, I don't like to conform. All this black and white. What's your one thing? Come on. That's too shallow. Uh, favorite movie? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. By far. Uh, I mean, I know every single word. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it more times than I care to say. Uh, but also, a very odd, different shift is uh, Gandhi with Ben, ben Kingsley. Uh, saw it as a freshman in college. Changed me. I mean, just changed me. Made me want to be a person that would uh, honestly try and change the world which is a little uh, arrogant. I don't mean it that way. Uh, <laughs> but that, and then The Princess Bride, because that is the oh. first date I went on with my wife. Oh, oh. that's sweet. <clears throat> good movies, too. I'm not going to argue with any of those as good movies. Steve, I think this is the hardest question you're going to have all night, I think. Because <laughs> I know you, and you turned me on to HR Music Share in the, in the Twitter world, but... Even with a nonconformist answer, your favorite musician or band? Uh, favorite band, and John's going to kill me, and they're going to edit this out, uh, is U2. Um, I know that John and I are huge Rush fans as well. Uh, it's a whole different lifestyle with Rush, though. I mean, there's, there's a real solid Rush community. Uh, U2 is a band I had from the very first album. I mean, I know all of their music and nothing they've done has really uh, turned me away. I appreciate their faith and being upfront about it and also how they do stuff to try and change the world. And they're still relevant, you know, 40 years later. Um, and, and that is, and again, favorite is so hard. You know, <laughs> I, I have 14,000 songs on my iPod. I don't have a favorite. I, I totally understand. Like I said, I figure that's why it's the hardest. For the record, I will not edit it. That's a that's a fine answer, and, and yes, we always have rush regardless. <laughs> always. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, switching over back over to the visual medium, um, favorite TV show? Uh, right now, uh, it's The Crown on Netflix. Uh, oh, that's a great show. I just started it. It's uh, something my wife and I stumbled upon. Uh, we're being Anglophiles. We love England. And uh, I love history, so to sit there, it is so well done. Um, mm -hmm. And so you, you know, you lose an hour and don't even know it. 
pizza. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, favorite of all time? Jeez, uh, that's tough. Uh, ben, ben and Stimpy. Wow, okay. Because it was just so freaking weird. And just to sit there, my kids were very young when it came out, and I watched them. They're like, Dad, can we do something else? I go, when Ren and Stimpy's over, we can. And I had to watch them. Steve, remind me sometime when we, we get a chance to visit and break bread again, when I met Bob Camp, who was one of the guys <gasps> that worked on that show. Uh, oh. I, I drove him around at a comic book convention, but that's another story for another day. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look, you mentioned some of the, you know your favorites of those things. What, and I, I'm curious, what outside of work, when you're not thinking about what we're doing with HR, when you're not thinking about uh, pizzas and all those kind of things, what do you what do you like to do? Where do you like to spend your time? Uh, I'm a big reader. I like to have books going. I'll have three or four going at the same time. Um, and nothing is the same. So I'll read, uh, right now, I'm about to start uh, the autobiography of Elvis Costello. Uh, oh, wow. And, and I'm reading Life is Good by the Life is Good t-shirt guys. And I'll pick something else up, too, and, and I'll read them consecutively. Um, and it probably tells you a lot about my personality and my brain. Uh, <laughs> but it's hard for me just to focus in one certain area. I just like to do a lot of different things. Eclectic, I guess, is the word. Uh, and I love puzzles. Um, my wife got me for my birthday the Puzzle of the Month Club. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. So I'm going to sit down and do thousand-piece puzzles, again, just to, you know, be creative. Oh, and you know the other thing. It's kind of out of work. I write songs every week for yeah, the, do, for the HR Net. So, you know, I just kind of get stuff that's in my head out. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, Steve, you said um, you talked a little bit at the beginning about how you were um, you started out as a chemistry major and then um, switched over to HR and that's been your life since college. Um, but if you weren't in HR, what do you think you would be doing? It's going to be a very odd answer. <laughs> when I saw the questions beforehand, I was like, do I share this? Do I not share this? <laughs> uh when I was young in elementary school, they always ask you, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And everybody says, and I grew up in a rural community, so people said farmer or fireman or policeman. Um, and I drew a picture, and everybody had to draw a picture of what they wanted to do. And uh, my picture was president of the United States. Oh. <laughs> wow. And, and uh, I, that sounds really off the wall, but um, who knows? You know, I, there's a lot of reasons why there's no freaking way I'd do it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that, um, or, or I'd probably be a public speaker um, and go and meet people all over the world. I would, if I could really just, and I know you said if it wasn't HR, um, I think somebody needs to be out there to encourage people to do what we do. And, um, I would yeah. love to have that opportunity to, to meet somebody in Scotland and encourage them to be in HR or in India or in Australia or in South Dakota uh, and, <laughs> and get them excited and, and let them know that someone believes in them. Well, I'm on the conference committee for the South Dakota SHRM um, conference in 2019, so get your tickets ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Steve, I want to congratulate you. So not only were you our first guest, you also were the first survivor of the question connection. <laughs> and, and so I, congratulations on that. And thanks, I hope, hopefully it was painless. And, and as we uh, talk to other folks, if they ask you for feedback, hopefully you'll tell them that it was uh, just, just that. But, um, you know, as we wrap things up again, I want to, I want to thank you again for taking part tonight. And, uh, I have a feeling that many of our listeners know you, uh, but those that don't, talk to us about uh, how they can reach you, what you'd like to, to promote. You, I know you've you've got the book, you mentioned HRNet, but give everybody your uh, everything you'd like them to know about about you and how to get in touch. The, the thing I want people to understand, John and Wendy, is, is if you're going to connect with me, you need to understand it's going to be very intentional because I don't just do it calmly. Uh, I'm inside you because I want to see you succeed. <laughs> so if you want to connect with me, LinkedIn, absolutely. Uh, I, I'd be glad to, but understand I'm going to connect with you, not just follow you. Uh, Twitter, at uh, S. Brown with an E, HR. Uh, I still believe it's an incredibly viable platform. Uh, and we're seeing people starting to truly connect now and communicate versus just talking about themselves, which is awesome. Um, Facebook, sure, if you want to. Understand, I, I do a lot of with tie-dye llamas and my kids, <laughs> um, and music. So you know, it's all family stuff. And uh, I would love for people to get on the HR net. Uh, I really would because it started out as an idea to get people together, where they could ask questions and answer questions for free. And now there's almost ten thousand people on it around the world. Um, I think we we don't do enough to get information in front of people. This is a forum where information is put in front of you so you can hear about things like HR Social Hour and podcasts and books and know that there are other people out there that do what you do. So all people would have to do is email me uh, to get on, and it's S Brown with an E at LaRosas, L-A-R-O-S-A-S dot com. We'll make sure, Steve, that we include all that in the show notes. Okay. Uh, yes. Sure. And Wendy, how can how can the listeners get in touch with you? Um, best way is Twitter. I am Wendell W I N D A L L nine three, um, or via my blog, uh, mydailyjourney.com, and daily is D A I L E Y. Don't forget the E. Um, also, be sure to join us on the fourth Sunday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern for the HR Social Hour chat on Twitter. We love uh, love where this uh, chat has gone and are looking forward to uh, more of them in 2018. How about you, John? You can always find me on Twitter. It's my favorite platform. That's at John, J-O-N, underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Happy to always connect on LinkedIn and, and network there as well. If you'd put a note when you send the invite, just let me know you found us through the podcast. I'd really appreciate that. If you have a comment or question about the show or about about the uh, weekly or the monthly chat, you can send us an email at hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can also be able to find us on Facebook. If you search HR Social Hour Podcast, we'll have our page there. You can find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.com. We'll be on iTunes. We're going to be on Podbean. We'll be adding more providers throughout the year. If you like what you hear, rate us, review us, give us five stars. Uh, tell people about us. It, uh, it will help us so much with the visibility and, and really in our, in our goal to, to help HR professionals make new connections and, and, and be out there. So if you like us, 
tell people about us. And if you don't, still tell people about us. It'll help. <laughs> Steve, uh, again, thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And always be sure to connect. Give back. And network. network.